Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest happy Friday, Edwin. Happy Friday, Andrew. I mean, it is a happy Friday, but it's also the last day of spring break, so bittersweet Friday? Bittersweet Friday. <laughs> like reality's coming home Friday? Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. But and for a lot of people today, it's a it's a day to wear green. Oh, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, because we're timely on text talk, and so yeah. I guess Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I guess if you if you if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know what? I wish you the best of luck on this day. Well, thank you. Or at least that people will not pinch you as much. Yeah. as they should. Well, <laughs> you know. So my family were. Um, Orange Irish is what my family were. Now, why would they call you that? Because there is no video in here. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's it's not about our hair. It's about the fact that because we, our family was not Catholic, uh huh, and over in Ireland, there's a big deal between Catholics and Protestants. <laughs> I recall uh, hearing a little something about that. And yeah. so, no, 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 we were we were alongside with William and Mary of Orange, apparently, and so okay. we were supposed to wear orange on this day just to show. We ain't one of y'all. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. So, all happy, right. Happy so. Orange Day. Anyway, <laughs> it's always a good talk. Uh, it's always a good talk. I hope so. It's always a good Friday on Text Talk. It certainly and is. So, let's see what we can find in Psalm 81. I'm going to read from the New American Standard 1995 edition for the choir director on the Gitteth, a Psalm of Asaph. Sing for joy to God our strength. Shout joyfully to the God of Jacob. Raise a song, strike the timbrels, the sweet-sounding lyre with the harp. Blow the trumpet at the new moon, at the full moon, on our feast day. For it is a statute for Israel, an ordinance of the God of Jacob. He established it for a testimony in Joseph when he went throughout the land of Egypt. I heard a language that I did not know. I relieved his shoulder of the burden. His hands were freed from the basket. You called in trouble, and I rescued you. I answered you in the hiding place of thunder. I proved you at the waters of Meribah. Hear, O my people, and I will admonish you. O Israel, if you would listen to me, let there be no strange God among you, nor shall you worship any foreign God. I, the Lord, am your God, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people did not listen to my voice, and Israel did not obey me. So I gave them over to the stubbornness of their heart to walk in their own devices. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. I would quickly subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their adversaries. Those who hate the Lord would pretend obedience to him, and their time of punishment would be forever. But I would feed you with the finest of the wheat, and with the honey from the rock, I would satisfy you. So uh, on this day, Fridays, we typically like to first invite anybody that's in the Tampa area to come out and worship with us this Lord's Day, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and we want to extend that invitation again. All the uh, information you need about that is found at our website, www.christiansmeethere.org, but I will tell you, spoiler alert, it's 10 a.m. on Sunday. <laughs> then, <laughs> then the other thing we like to do on Fridays is find Jesus in these Psalms. Sure. 
And uh, sometimes it's kind of easy because there's maybe a quotation that shows up in the New Testament certainly guides us that way. Other times we're digging into some of the imagery. Mm-hmm. And I know some of it we talked about in the program yesterday. We were talking about the, the shepherd motif. And while uh, shepherd is not expressly stated in this psalm, in contrast to these four previous psalms of Asaph, you certainly see the activities of the shepherd with right. his voice, with his guidance, whether the sheep of the pasture would heed him or not. Right. And I really appreciate the tie into Zechariah. I mean, honestly, that's deep cuts. When you're getting into uh, minor prophets, the people know we're doing our homework and we love them and we're bringing it to them on Text Talk. Oh, doing my homework. Yeah, doing so the homework. So doing the homework. Bringing the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> so doing the homework. Um, now, do you want to talk more about the shepherd and Jesus today or do you see some other imagery in here? Well, I, I want to go to the past before we head to the future to get to Jesus on this one because here we, we've already mentioned in some of the, I can't remember which conversation this week, the connection to the Song of Moses in Deuteronomy 32. Mm-hmm. And when we mentioned that earlier in the week, I know I just said it and didn't actually make the connection, but here is the Song of Moses in Deuteronomy 32. And I'm going to read, let's see here, verse 12 and 13. The Lord alone guided him. No foreign God was with him. He made him ride on the high places of the land. He ate the produce of the field, and he suckled him with honey out of the rock and oil out of the flinty rock. Mm. Here, of course, is talking about the history and God taking care of Israel through the wilderness and this is written before they've gone into the promised land. Right. But it's talking about how God has cared for Israel throughout Egypt and now in these years of wandering. So first of all, notice that no foreign God is among them. Right. So we've got that in Psalm 81. But then especially as Psalm 81 ends about the honey from the rock, that is most definitely a callback to Moses' song. Yeah. As as that is part of what God is saying he's going to do. He took care of them and brought honey from the rock. Now we know there were a couple of instances during the wilderness wanderings where God brought water from the rock. Exodus 17, Numbers 20. We have these instances where the people tested God, they grumbled and complained against God, and he provided water from the rock. And and one of those testings is mentioned specifically in our psalm with the waters of Meribah. Yes. Yeah. You test, I test. And now that's interesting because we learn in the the law, it's they tested God. Here it's God testing them. Mm, and so right. it's it's God proving them as uh, actually I can't remember now if that's the one I read a moment ago in the New American Standard or something we heard from one of the other translations. But God, God putting them to the test and they failed the test. <laughs> but yes. God passes the test. Mm-hmm. God demonstrates His love and His care and His concern. He did provide water for them both in Exodus seventeen and in Numbers twenty. But in this Deuteronomy song, it is heightened to that mm-hmm. idea of not just. Water from the rock, but honey, honey from right. the rock, which earlier in the week you highlighted what we learned about the promised land again and again. It's a land flowing with milk, milk and, and honey. honey. Yeah. yeah. So here's this idea. So here is the rock. And in Deuteronomy 32, I know it says a few more things about the idea of the rock. Yeah, well, certainly that uh, God is pictured as yeah. the rock and uh, in, a, in a context dealing with the faithfulness of God. And so the victory that the people would have over their nations and over their enemies uh, a little later on in Deuteronomy 32 and verse 28, for they are a nation void of counsel, nor is there any understanding in them. Oh, that they were wise, that they understood this, that they would consider their latter end. 
How could one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight unless their rock had sold them and the Lord had surrendered them? For their rock is not like our rock, even our enemies themselves being judges. For their vine is of the vine of Sodom and of the fields of Gomorrah. Their grapes are grapes of gall. Their clusters are bitter. Their wine is the poison of serpents, the cruel venom of cobras. Mm. The rock, their rock is not like our rock. So the, so the rock of the foreign nations is not like ours. So they don't understand what's going on. Here, this is actually not Israel being victorious. This is Israel being judged because Israel's rock has given them up. up. And the nations who are being victorious are supposed to recognize that, but they don't think that. They, yeah. don't think, they don't think, oh, their God is judging them. They think, oh, we're awesome and powerful. Look how we've beaten the Israelites. And they've completely misunderstood. And so, too, the Israelites had forgotten that when there were victories, it was because of their rock. It was because of the faith uh, of God that he had surrendered to them. They turned their back on God, and he lets them to fall. The entire point of this song is not to predict what's going to happen with Israel, but to warn them so that they can avoid that fate. The problem is they hear this song, they're told what they're going to do, and instead of saying, you know what, I'm not going to do that, they go do it. And that's exactly what happens. Whoa, 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 whoa. You just said they hear that song. I'm t- they, they, <laughs> they, they were supposed to be learning this song, singing this song, repeating this song. Yeah. We get to our psalm today, and what are they asking again and again? Hear yeah, Israel, not. hear. Boy. They're not listening to the song. They're not hearing. They're not hearing. I mean, they it's going. Hear. It's going into their ears. It, they may even be singing it at church on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mixing metaphors there, but uh, they're not listening, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. the problem. Okay, so I wanted to go back. I wanted to see this picture of the rock, which now is how we're going to find Jesus, because Paul actually finds Jesus in both of these songs, if you will. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, beginning at verse 1, here's what Paul says. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that our fathers were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea and all ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink for they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them and the rock was Christ. Nevertheless, with most of them, God was not pleased for they were overthrown in the wilderness. This rock from which... The honey flows Mm -hmm. that was following Israel that we see in Exodus 17, that we see in Numbers 20, this rock is actually Jesus. It is Christ who is providing the water. It is Christ from whom the spiritual honey flows that allows us to be sustained, to be satisfied. It is the spiritual provision that comes from Jesus Christ. And Paul says that rock, when you're you're reading those stories about God bringing Israel through, from Egypt into the promised land, the rock is Jesus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I Amen. found him. He's our rock. <laughs> He's, He's our, our rock. rock. He's our rock. In his teaching in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus uh, encourages those who would hear his word and do them. They can build their life on the rock. Mm. Think about the parable yeah. in Matthew 7 and verse 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the flood came, the wind blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. 
But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain descended, the flood came, the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Mm. It's not that you don't have rain and wind and storm. We all get that. It's about what is the foundation your house is built on when that comes. And the rock is Jesus Christ. When you hear his word and when you obey his word. Which again, Psalm 81 has been this song entreating us to hear, 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 respond and obey to the word of God. Mm -mm -mm. And in Psalm 81, in Deuteronomy 32, there in 1 Corinthians 10, what we find out is if we don't listen, God will not be pleased. And in fact, I think that's the point that Paul was making in 1 Corinthians 10, because he, he wraps up that paragraph by saying with most of those people, God wasn't pleased. Yeah, He's really saying, we today, mm-hmm. we're, we're not wilderness wandering Jews trying to get into the promised land. We're not heading to a battle to conquer the Canaanites and be God's instruments of judgment for them. We are Christians. We are under a different covenant. But in many ways, we are quite the same. And that, that's his point there in 1 Corinthians 10. He says, look, you, you take a look at these ancient peoples. They were baptized. Mm-hmm. We're baptized. They were fed by God. We're fed by God. They are drank from the spiritual rock, which is Christ. We drink from the spiritual rock, which is Christ. His entire point in the context there in 1 Corinthians 10 is he's arguing against by the way, eating meats offered to idols. Oh, yeah. As he's arguing idolatry. against idolatry and foreigner worship. His whole point is, look, don't think you'll be different from them. If you're, yeah. you're going to go on and, and eat at the tables of idols, uh, don't be surprised when you end up sleeping in the beds of the idols. That, mm-hmm. That's his point in the, in the whole overarching writing of 1 Corinthians 8 through 10. And he says, we're just like them. And if we fail to heed and listen, just like they failed to heed and listen, we will receive the same thing they did, which is God's judgment. So get rid of the foreign gods. Come out from among them. Push those things away. Listen to God. Heed God. Follow Jesus. He is the rock. Drink the spiritual Mm -hmm. drink that comes from Jesus. Eat the spiritual food that comes from Jesus. It will be amazing. It'll be like honey. Yeah. Hang on to it. Eat that. Follow the Lord. Thank you so much for joining us on Text Talk today. Again, send us your questions or comments, what you're learning from the text. Text Talk at ChristiansMeetHere.org is that email address. Text Talk at ChristiansMeetHere.org. You can always jump on to the conversation over at Facebook and uh, rate the podcast, share the podcast, help other people to know about it if it has been a help to you. We're going to have a prayer now. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for this day and this time in your word. As Father, we've been reading this psalm all week. We are impressed, impressed upon the the on us, Father. It has been impressed upon us our need to open our hearts and our minds, our ears, to hear your word, to trust it, to know that Jesus Christ is our rock. And our rock is not like their rock. Father, we trust you. We believe you. We want to be obedient to you. Help us, Father, to cast the idols out of our lives and out of our hearts. That truly, we are full of you all of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song, 
You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.